0: Hey Chicago, what do you say? It's the CHGO Cubs podcast. We are waiting and that is the hardest part. Luke Stuckmark, Cody Del Mendo, Ryan Herrera. Man, still nothing. Tanya Harris is already in the live chat on YouTube saying still nothing. You're right, Tanya. Uh, Make sure you subscribe to the CHGO Sports YouTube page so you don't miss any of our shows. Best way to enjoy the experience if you're checking us out in podcast form on Spotify, wherever that might be. Make sure you give us the thumbs up, the likes, the great reviews, all those fun things. We appreciate it. Um, yeah, I mean, I feel like we've spent the entire off season waiting. We waited for Otani, and then we we're supposed to get this flurry of activity. All right, we're halfway through December, and we're still waiting. And right now, the Cubs have a manager, and that's been their big move. Cody, uh, are you starting to get anxious? What do you mean, starting? I've been anxious, Luke. I've been
1: anxious, but I'm still holding out. I'm still one of the few people left that has some freaking hope. All right, I have a backbone <laughs> over here. All right? Um, yeah, to answer your question, I've, I've been anxious, but I'm, I'm still – I'm still in belief that we're gonna get shit done this off season.
0: Is this his? It's just just the way Jed does business. Yeah. Low I, and slow. And like, like, I mean, me. he jumped. He jumped on the uh, the manager thing, but when it comes to players, it seems like he likes to kind of sit and uh, wait it out.
2: Well, I know the Dansby signing happened later last year than it did than we are now, right? Yeah, maybe little by little. like
0: four days though. It was Two before days?
2: Christmas, I think. Um. I mean, I don't know for sure because I, I, I do. I would say he prefers to have his, or uh, you know, meetings. He likes to be more quiet about it. Obviously, he doesn't comment on free agents. He always declines when asked about it. But he's also, I mean, if we're, if we're talking about going out and getting impact free agents, like he's only been in charge for like one, maybe. It's probably really his second offseason being in charge where he's actually going out and getting I – know, I know a couple of years ago it was Stroman and Suzuki, but obviously Stroman was a, a shorter-term contract, and Suzuki was like a um, – bring him over to the major leagues and let him develop a little bit. So like last year, getting Dansby and being in that shortstop market was like the first time that with Jet in charge, uh, he, he went out and, and was in the – higher upper end of the, the free agent market. And then obviously this year we'll see what happens. But I don't know if it's like a Jed thing. I just, I I know I would say that being methodical or being, you know, more quiet about it and, and not, not having a media circus surrounding. It, I think that's what Jed prefers. But I mean, if it, if it were to happen for a big free agent that he wants, I don't think he would like shy away from it. So Galvin three, one, six in
0: our live YouTube chat says, why is everybody freaking out that nothing has happened two weeks before Christmas, LOL, C-A-L-M-D-O-W-N. Calm down. I believe that was Aaron Rodgers that did the relax months. <laughs> is that what you're, you're giving us Galvin? A little, relax, little Aaron Rodgers relax. Uh, I don't know. It's just because I've seen the two best play maybe arguably the two best players in baseball were on the market. The Cubs got neither and when you start to hear rumors like uh, today, Glass now, you know the, the smoke around the glass now to the Dodgers is is picking up steam. And he was supposed to be a guy the Cubs were heavily in on. And you hear Ken Rosenthal go through a list of Yamamoto again, and he doesn't even speak the Cubs name. He lists off five teams. He doesn't even mention the Cubs. So that's why I think the panic button may not be, i don't think you should be hitting the panic button yet mm-hmm.
2: but i think you should get it. it
0: out of the closet i think you <laughs> should have it out of the closet and on the on the kitchen table ready to to hit it when necessary i'm stunned that cody is staying calm through all of this like i don't know someone if has to he be. had a little vacation and he still hasn't come down from vacation high i don't know if he has the vacation blues like he's back and he's like someone Man, someone's
1: got to lead the pack into into the wildfire all right and i'm choosing to be that person all right i'm willing to sit here and take all the heat all right however i am still pissed about the otani stuff i'm not going <laughs> to let that go but as far as the rest of the offseason they're just they're just I'm, i refuse to sit here and believe that we're going to hire the best manager in baseball and then do nothing i refuse to believe it or I've refused to believe the narrative that oh the Cubs hired him so they could just continue to act cheap and get the most out of everyone with with this genius manager who by the way the only thing that he has done is just win the division. It's not like he's gone on and win the World Series or anything like that because of his moves. You sign a guy like Craig Council, Craig Council, to then give him the benefit of what you are, which is a big market team. The only reason I think they're 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 not in on the Yamamoto. Uh, stuff anymore is because his his market has skyrocketed to, to higher than what we all even expected entering the offseason entering the offseason everyone thought you know somewhere around 200 million now it's like 250 300 for a guy who's never even pitched in major league baseball I understand he's 25 I understand that he is, was an ace in Japan but again he's never even pitched in this country all right so I'm I'm okay with it I, I would love to have him it's not my money I would love to have him, but I understand why the Cubs aren't willing to go up to that level. If 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 they were not going to give Otani whatever it took, then whatever. I'm not surprised that they're not part of the Yamamoto. Am I? Am I a little frustrated that there? It seems like the Dodgers are going to get glassed out too. Yes, because the Dodgers got this 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 gift given from Otani to now be able to go out and get whoever they want. It's annoying, but also I will say this. One of the reasons that I wanted Glass now was because it would have bridged the one year that Otani didn't pitch and you didn't get Otani. So now I'm I am like i am kind of indifferent about it. It would have been nice to get him. He has great swing and miss, and the Cubs clearly need that. Hopefully, hopefully something changes with that because it's still not done. I don't know. But either way, they still have the options with Cleveland and they can still sign some other pitchers too. I'm still big on the uh, the other guy from Japan that I can't pronounce his last name and I don't know. Minaga? Is that yes. how you,
0: I believe that's how you say it, but I don't know yes.
1: 100%. So that this is this, you asking why I haven't completely freaked out is because there are still guys out there and everything that I said about how I think or how I thought Bellinger's offseason or free agency was going to go is happening. He still hasn't signed with someone. And the Giants just spent 113 million on a guy out of Korea yesterday. Not saying that they ain't going to be part of it, but like everyone's waiting for Bellinger's market to come down. No one's going to give him three hundred million dollars for twelve years or whatever it is. Everyone's waiting for that. If it goes into January, I feel even better about Bellinger coming back to the Cubs.
0: Who looks the the most uh, warmly dressed today? By the way, out of the three of us, somebody said I look like I'm I'm in a blizzard. We all have hoodies on. We all have hats on. I just have a vest. My basement's freezing. You know. Hate yeah, me. and
2: then. And you're old, like you gotta I got to be warm. Right. I got
0: aspirin. I got blood thinners going through my body. Like, come on. I, I, fingertips are getting cold these days. It's I kind of warm in my
2: apartment. That's why I'm just wearing Go ahead, robe. Ryan. I was going to say, like, just, yeah, I'm well, not even really adding on to Cody, but that's something that, I, that I've said the last week. Like, there's still plenty of routes the Cubs could go and – Improve this roster improve this ball club from where it was in 2023. And you know, I, the, the funny part is like if they were to sign Reese Hoskins today, people would be angry because that <laughs> that because that's their move. Even though like you know they have to start somewhere, right? They can't sign they can't sign uh, all their guys in order. Um, but I, I mean, I, I've said it, but I look at it as like it was, this wasn't going to be a one year fix. Could they have gone out and get? otani and yamamoto and ballinger and been a much better team like absolutely they could have but was that realistic it was never um it, and it probably wasn't going to be a one year off or a, 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 a yeah one year fix this off season to get to a level where they're competing for championships um but there are still ways this team can improve they're in the nl so they're not in the west they're on the east they're in the central They they definitely be competing at the top of the division. As long as they make the right move this offseason, they can make the playoffs, and then who knows where they go from there. Um, and then next offseason, you know, th- there's going to be more free agents that can they could I, go after again. And I don't know. I yes, I, I again, I, I understand the getting anxious that the Cubs haven't done anything because it is you know mid December and you're seeing other teams start to bring in big names and the Cubs aren't doing anything. I get the anxiousness and I get the or you know whatever. Um, But I I do still think that there's guys out there, guys that we know the Cubs have been in on or have been talking to um, that can improve this ball club and can help them compete at a higher level next year.
0: Chris Peguero, the Super Chat for $1.99. Can we do something, please? That's what I'm saying. You know, like, yes, Bellinger only gets them back to where they were last year. Or Hoskins is only uh, a temporary fix. Or, listen, I know, but they got to start somewhere. They <laughs> start somewhere, please. I can't take it anymore. Niren says I can't wait to beat the Dodgers in October. Now that would be that would be beautiful. That would be beautiful. If somehow you could put together a roster, and and knock out the the Dodgers just like they always seem to fall out at some point in the postseason. But we'll. You know, we'll we'll see about that. Let's let's get a lineup together first. Right now, there's no first baseman. There's no no third baseman. I'm not sure who the DH is. You need uh, a one or a two starter. You need a bullpen help. There's, listen. If the Cubs added a bullpen arm today, I wouldn't be angry. And it doesn't have to be hater. I just want something. I want something other than the Rule Five draft guy. Give me something, please. What are you talking about Hayden Cantrell's dog? The positivity awesome. I've had is a couple of Cinnabons. Give me something. Hayden Cantrell's I, dong wasn't enough for you? No. <laughs> it wasn't.
1: <laughs> oh, I'm with you. I Listen, I, I don't know – I don't know what the the process, but this this like happened last off season with Jed too. He's just acted in silence and that's what I'm choosing to believe. You don't have to believe it. You can think that everything is that nothing is gonna happen. It's just gonna be a real rough real bad look going into CubsCon and not have anyone other than Craig Council coming off the season that you just had. So we are what about a month away from CubsCon? Tick talk Jed tick tock
0: <laughs> you don't want to have to cancel that thing uh I don't know what the exact number was last year I don't remember was it like 300 million that the Cubs ended up spending it was like 177 on dance let's just call it 300 do you think when we get done with this and they report to spring training and the team is official right like you may not know who's gonna make the roster for opening day all that stuff but when when they get to mesa and pitchers and catchers report will they have spent 300 million again this offseason will they have, are they going over or under that 300 mark this offseason cuz i was kind of hoping this would be i, I kind of thought of last offseason even though it was the big market for all the shortstops as a step one right but i i always kind of looked at this offseason as the bigger leap because there were so many problems with the roster last year, it was just kind of like, "Hey, can you can you maybe get them to the postseason?" Well, they did that. They they almost got them to the postseason. They had too many flaws. All right. Well, this is a big off You got money off the books. You've got some pieces that you know are there. You've got Dansby and Nico up the middle. Will they spend over or under that three hundred million mark this off What do you think, Ryan?
2: Honestly, I was reading the chat. I didn't hear the question, so I. <laughs> oh,
0: I, I just said like three. If three hundred million is the mark from last year, will they spend more or less than that this year? Otani's off the books. Soto's oh, off the okay. books. If they're spending money this off season, when it's all said and done, will they have spent three hundred million, more or less?
2: Oh man, that's a that's a good question. I, considering how much was given to you know Dansby last year, um, like he took up most of that three hundred million that was given out last year. I mean, that's a good question, but I, I'd i probably say right around Ballinger the same. Maybe more, right? Yeah, it depends what they're getting, if they were to get Bellinger, what they would be giving him. I'd say probably, you know, I'd say it would look similar, maybe in, in terms of like the free agents they'd need to bring in. Um, and then you'd have to look at what, what, you know, the trade market is, right? Like say they were to go out and get Bieber um, Josh Naylor, or even Jose Ramirez, right? Those guys are going to cost not just prospects, but you got to pay them too. Um, I think when it's all said and done, I don't know. It's tough to say. Tough to say over or under that three hundred million, but I would say it's it, it probably right around there. Assuming, I guess, or just in this in this scenario, they do get Bellinger, um, right around three hundred million. I don't know. Maybe, maybe a little bit over. Maybe a little bit under. But right around there um, feels like a sweet spot and you know maybe they maybe they surprise us and go out and get another big name that puts them over that uh, number but uh, I think what we're looking at and what we're kind of expecting from them I guess right around 300 million maybe, maybe a little a little deviation either which way gets them there
0: uh, chef Kevin says Bruce Levine said Cubs are bumping the payroll to 240 250 million in 2024 uh, they're not coming close. Well, we haven't, <laughs> <Currently, laughs> haven't done anything yet. We haven't done anything yet. Yeah. And uh, Jesse Padilla, Cody, would you like to read that super chat for us?
1: If Jag got caught picking up a hooker, I think we'd be happy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't know what that means. It means like at least it'd be a move.
1: Well, no, I think – it well, yeah, maybe it's just a or move that or, or, or that or he would be fired. Uh, it's one of the two. And it's it's funny how people go in and out on Jed Hoyer all the time. But <laughs> to answer your question, I, I still think – I think it will be right around the same too, because I, I, I do think – or I'm – every passing day that Cody Bellinger doesn't sign with the team, I think he's coming back to the Cubs. Um, so I think he's going to take up – Not necessarily, not all of that, but, you know, a good 160 to 180 million of that 300. And I think Hoskins will be here. They're going to sign some bullpen guys, and they're going to sign a starting pitcher. It's going to happen. If I have to just start saying it every show to manifest it, I will. I don't know. But, like, that's what I think that's going to happen at this point. Maybe a trade with Cleveland
0: happens. I am curious how baseball can fix what we're going through right now because I don't I don't believe that this dragging out free agency this long stretch of waiting to see who's going to get who I think people drop off and lose interest that's how I feel about it and other sports have figured out a way for day one of the free agency to be this event the spectacular event. If it's the winter meetings, fine, but the winter meetings haven't delivered that really on a very regular basis either. But the NBA, when free agency hits, guys are signed up and lined up, ready to go. You get the rumors that the week before, and then as soon as it happens, guys have signed. And sometimes the news breaks before that. And the NFL, a lot of the big names are are off the table, right out of the gate. So why is it that baseball is just, this never-ending, like the games are slow enough. I love the sport, but everything they do is slow.
2: Everything, even free agency. How can they fix that? <laughs> By getting a cap, which is never going to happen in baseball. Like that's it. It's like you look at the NBA. There's a there's a salary cap and there's a like specific limit to contracts, and and you don't have that in baseball. So like guys can wait out and, and get the best contract they can versus guy in the NBA might get four or five contract offers the first day of free agency at max contract, and they can pick whatever team they want to go to. Like, that's what it is. And you're not going to get a cap in baseball. So you're going to have this. And, and, it, and, it, and it may get even worse. It may be more guys waiting their time, waiting. Like, you know, we, we, it feels like we saw like Otani was the big domino. And we just saw everyone except for, I guess, like Aaron Nola, right? Everyone, all the bigger players, Free agents on the market waited and waited and waited till the time he made his decision for a whole month. Like you might, it might get even worse than that. Like going forward, as you know, contracts continue to rise, guys continue to want more money, whatever it is. Like unless they put a, a salary cap in baseball, which I don't see happening anytime soon, it, it's going to keep happening like this.
1: Scott Boris also has a play in this, in
0: my opinion, as well. But what Ryan said is pretty much it. Uh, Jesse Padilla followed up with another $1.99 Super Chat. Well, if I knew it was that easy to get a second Super Chat, I would just keep asking questions, pretending I don't know what you mean. Uh, It means I I want Jed (laughs) to make a move already. LOL. Thank you, Jesse, for the –
1: Well, he doesn't want him fired, then. Credit to him.
0: Doesn't want want him getting arrested or getting fired. (laughs) Um, Barb wants to know if Sarah is producing the show today, did they fix the heat in the studio? Wouldn't know. Haven't been there in over a week. I believe the studio is being used by some bear stuff today. Correct. Um Niren wants to know why should there be a salary cap? Teams keep making money. Well, I'm not telling you to make a salary cap. I just don't like the way free agency goes. It's slow. The game is saying, slow. I don't even think Ryan's saying that there should
1: agency. be a salary cap. You know, he's saying just, he's totally. just saying he's answering Luke's question to why
2: that. No, agency I, I,
1: takes so long.
2: Yeah, I definitely I don't I don't think that should be a salary cap in baseball. I think. You know, I, I think in the history of baseball, players were held down so much by teams and owners. Um, you know, free agency was what, sometime in the 70s was the first free agent. I don't remember exactly. But so that was. No, you weren't yeah. uh Decades and decades of players kind of being at the whim, like controlled at the whim by their owners and the teams. So I think players deserve to have the autonomy to go, go out and get as much money as they want from whoever they want. And, that, that, I mean that's my stance on it I that do side of the players and a lot of different things and one thing I I I wasn't on the show yesterday obviously but you guys talked about it was um if Otani's contract is good for baseball and I had I had one opinion on it and I know you both, I know Luke said no um I didn't really have an opinion yeah I I in one in one instance I, I think it is good. hear me out. People don't like it. Obviously, a lot of like the like, players have deferred money. Like Otani's not the first player to ever defer money, but he's no. the first player to do it at, at this level. Yeah, like ninety eight percent of his seven hundred million dollars, like, the vast majority of his money is going to be paid out later. Like so, so people are not happy about it. People are angry, but there is a specific like, and it's not like a loophole. I think loophole is a bad word or the wrong yeah. word to use for it because it is literally explicitly stated in the CBA. I I believe that no, there's no limitation to the amount of money that can be deferred. So the reason I say it may be good for baseball is, and I I guess, again, I'm looking at this from the player's perspective that if owners and teams don't like it and want to change it, that means that they're going to have to give something up in the next CBA, the next negotiations with players. So like we have seen in the past, how owners have, Taking like to kind of uh, uh, one the negotiations right where they like the, the players kind of get screwed and, and and whatever and then the CBAs don't necessarily work in the players' favor as much as they work in the, the owners' favor like we've seen that so if this leads to the players uh, more of like maybe their demands so to speak getting met in the next CBA so that they can have um, they can uh, collectively bargain more or restrictions on the limitations, but then the owners have to give something up for the player side. I think that's good for baseball because it, it, it just, it takes more, I guess, control out of the owner's hands, the team's hands and gives a little bit more back to the players. I, I, for me, I think that that's better for the game than the owners and the teams having as much control as they can. I think allowing the players to have not, not more control than the owners or anything, but like have a bigger share of the pie in terms of what they control. And and that CBA, I think that's good for the game.
0: I've heard a lot of people say it's, it's more about the competitive balance that a a contract like this favors only a handful of teams that can afford to set aside $700 million. It lets the numbers get too large that small market teams just can't afford. And a a lot of people believe that when the next bargaining comes up, that it will, have to be addressed yeah like, well, well that's, that's what this wasn't I'm legal it's totally legal they can't do anything about it now but it's probably not great for teams like pittsburgh and cleveland and
2: that's Tampa, basically what i say right? that's that's what i'm saying is that yeah. is that if they don't like it they think it, it's wrong for or it hurts competitive balance and they need to address it well then they're gonna have to probably give something up to the players to to, to put any restrictions or limitations on the amount of money that can be deferred, which, again, I to, to me is good for the game because it allows the players a little bit bigger piece of the pie. Yeah,
0: I also think it takes a pretty unique athlete. The only reason I don't think it will become rampant in baseball is that it takes a very unique athlete for it to all come together this way. Like He gets so much money in stuff. He, it's like Michael Jordan sort of. I don't want to compare him athlete wise. I'm just saying there's so much money off off the field, off the court that he can afford to take way less, almost in 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 athlete yeah. terms, almost nothing in athlete terms, uh, because he makes so much money already, currently by shoes, jerseys, all those other things that he can afford to make the baseball check smaller for now, and then take that huge lump sum later. Not every, you know, not every guy coming out of the minor leagues can be like, yeah, I'm going to defer all my cash 10 years. It's just not. So it is a slightly unique situation, I guess, as well. We are going to talk about uh, Bellinger, some of the rumors about him. Uh, We'll talk about yeah, maybe the Brewers did a little. uh, I don't want to call it cheating, but uh, well, they've been known to. Uh, Hey, are you in the market for a new vehicle? if you are then i have some great news for you our partner ray chrysler dodge jeep and ram and fox lake is making room on their lot for their incoming 2024 vehicles and you know what that means you'll be able to shop incredible savings on every new vehicle in stock during their limited time wrap up the year sales event for a limited time get up to 15% off on a new 2024 jeep grand cherokee with dealer's discount at ray cdjr you're always able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest inventories, and drive home with more money in your pocket than you'd expect, thanks to Ray's price promise. Don't miss out. Shop great deals all month long and save big because Ray's CDJR makes buying a new vehicle more affordable than ever. And that's not all. Just for listening to us, you can get a free oil change when you mention CHGO at the service center or mention CHGO when you book online at Service. Hurry in. You have to book before New Year's Eve, December 31st. So if you're in the market for a new vehicle, then you have to check out the team at Ray Chrysler Dodge Jeep and Ram because they are the only team we recommend. Visit them today on Route 12 in Fox Lake. For more information, visit Ray CDJR in Fox Lake or RayCDJR.com, serving the community since 1963. And did you guys know it's uh, getting easier for businesses to switch to electric vehicles? That's something we can all get behind for the health of the planet and for the well-being of all of us who share this beautiful round globe.
1: Yeah, the electric grid is evolving to meet your cleaner energy needs as we all move with confidence toward an electric tomorrow. Whether you have one delivery van or a whole fleet of shipping trucks, ComEd can help guide you to make the changes that make sense.
0: You better believe it. So what should business owners do here, Cody? Give me the outline. Tell me what to do.
1: Well, first off, you should just go to comed.com clean to learn more about the resources, fleet rebates, and infrastructure incentives available to help businesses go electric. If you own a business, don't wait. Start making your plan today to switch to electric vehicles. Good for business. Good for the planet. Good for all of us.
0: Go to comed.com clean. I haven't had my hearing aid batteries changed out. Did you say com slash clean? (laughs) Yeah, Luke, com slash clean. Go now and see how
1: going electric connects us to a better way of doing business and a better future for generations to come. Boom, we just killed that ad read.
2: Nailed
0: it. Uh, what do we got going in live chat? All the regulars are there. Barb's here. Nirin's people are here, arguing uh,
1: about people are arguing about Patrick Wisdom being on the yeah. roster and and not signing anyone. <laughs> Whenever he was just an arbit like he's is an arbitrational player or whatever the term is. Like yeah, that, that's where we're at in the offseason. Is, uh, is uh, uh, Wisdom? Yeah. The I understand sports. the frustration, but at least like understand why he's on the roster. It's it's. <laughs>
0: Uh, so, yeah, there have been you know plenty of reports today, not a whole lot of moves. We've heard the smoke is uh, continuing to billow on the glass now trade to the Dodgers, maybe including some other players. One even said maybe uh, Rosa Reina thrown in there. Uh, Yamamoto, no mention by Ken Rosenthal. And then uh, Sahadev Sharma was on, I think, MLB Network today yeah. talking yes. about Cody Bellinger, uh, Sahadev Sharma, who does a great job, obviously, for the Athletic um has nice shoes
1: he has a good shoe collection yeah i saw him rocking some dunk lows at the winter meetings i was impressed i wish i had stopped and 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 told him that but i I didn't i just kept walking because he looked like he was on a mission i don't Uh, know what mission because the cubs didn't do anything at the winter meetings but he looked like he was (laughs) headed to do something important so i was like all right maybe i'll tell ryan to tell him that i said he has nice shoes Mm -hmm. ryan relay that to him i will I'll Cody and I have
0: gone on record at saying Bellinger needs to be priority number one after missing out on the two big fish. Whether How how close they were to either one of them, I don't know. They certainly kicked the tires about Soto, and they certainly kicked the tires on Otani or more. Uh, but we've said now attention has to be at least getting back to where you were last year with Bellinger and then adding from there. But Bellinger losing Bellinger would create a hole at first, a hole at center that you might be able to fill, and a left-handed bat hole in your lineup, which would be really critical. And so Adbert Alzali, was it Instagram or Twitter he put out? Twitter. It was Twitter, yeah. Adbert's like, man, just bring him back. Just bring him back. So you know the teammates know that it's like it's it's a possibility and then it's getting close. Some people seem to think the Bellinger deal be coming sooner rather than later. Um Where's your comfort level on the Cubs still finding a way to get it
2: done with Cody Bellinger? Are we sure that was about Cody Bellinger? Like, could it have been Trey Mancini? Yeah, well, Who, else, is, who nah. else would he be talking
1: about? They're clearly talking about Trey Mancini. That's
0: what he
2: was talking about. It could have been Hosmer maybe, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I go back even, you know, VR. <laughs> maybe, we're just we giving one of the
0: pictures Maybe he's talking to one of the pictures that we're uh, <laughs> we're giving right we're now.
1: giving Corey and Brendan so much pain right now with the second.
0: Maybe so guard. I don't well, think it is, but
1: like I really <laughs> took a lot to heart to what Sharma said on MLB Network this morning. And like you can go watch it if you want, um, but he just said right now, as in in this time frame. It's like nothing is going to happen because his market is so high, essentially, at least for the Cubs. And it seems like for other teams, or else maybe the Giants don't sign that guy out of Korea yesterday. Who knows? Maybe they still try to sign Bellinger anyway because they have so much money saved up from missing out on all the stars the last few years. So to me, the Giants and the, and the, the Blue Jays are the 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 threat still to me if if bellinger doesn't come back to the cubs but like i said earlier i every passing day that he hasn't signed with the team i think it favors the cubs more
0: i see a lot of people in the chat speculating well what if it was about strowman what if it was about strowman <laughs> i you know what's funny i said yesterday that it was weird i thought that you just don't hear anything about blake snell you know, like not that he's not going to get signed and not going to get a huge contract. I just don't hear any buzz or any reports or I I hear nothing about Snell. I've heard even less about Strowman's free agency. Like it just seems like he's going to come further down the line after teams have gone after their main target. Strowman will be a backup, um, a backup target. That's just, that's just how I feel. I don't know if that's the way it's going to play out, but I don't think teams have gone into the off season saying, all right, our main focus is getting Marcus Stroman. I think he's going to be that second tier of of moves that comes along. Every once in a while, you get a, a small market team that'll come in and blow you know blow the offer and be like, all right, let's just get this over with and get yeah. our guy because we know we can't afford the big fish. But yeah. I've heard almost nothing about Stroman. Have you? Just the Royals.
2: Yeah, yeah right. There's, that's that's about it. A smaller- we'll see.
1: I think he's is going to play out a little bit longer, too. And whenever he opted out, we all acted as if it was like a gift. Um, and I think right now we'd all be kind of happy if he came back. I said whenever he opted out that, you know, worst case scenario, he's back with the Cubs next year just because he doesn't go and find – the contract that i guess he's looking for i think the cubs would be a welcoming would be open to welcoming back for another two-year deal or something like that i don't think it's like they're at the top of their priority list and i don't think it's i don't even think it's the third or fourth priority i think it'd be more of like if they fail to do multiple things you know if they can't get a trade worked out or whatever i could see it i i wouldn't bet any money on it but I, that's why I said worst-case scenario. A, a lot of things would have had to happen that did not favor us to why, to
0: why he would be back. The Godfather Michael Colada says, opening day, wisdom at third, Mervis at first, we stinks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's what I'm talking about. The panic button, The panic button has not been hit yet by a lot of people, but it's out of the closet. <laughs>
2: No, I, think I think it's been hit by a lot of people. It's, like it it's been hitting by. for like two weeks. Some Don't you remember the it. chat when we yeah. were
1: in in Nashville, Luke? Go, check, on. On. go check our go check
2: right. Discord. It's you're it's you're right. You're right. Some yeah.
0: people are already slamming the panic button. Others have already they've gotten it out of the box that it was in the crawl space and it's already out of the crawl space. It's back on the table. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Ryan uh, Bellinger? If you had to go a percentage on how comfortable you are that they get him. For me personally, uh, I'm going to go 60% that they get Bellinger back. I think it's better than 50-50.
2: Yeah, I'd probably go – I was going to say like maybe 55-45. Maybe maybe 60% sounds good. I'm not like – I'm not like heavily leaning towards him coming back obviously because Scott Board being his agent, like they want to cash in. Like if someone were to just blow him away with an offer that even we look at and is like oh my god how do you match that one like he'll take that money right so like yeah. i i think i think you factor that in is like whoever if it feels like whoever pays him the most money is going to get him and if it's, a, it's some random other it's a, if it's a different team that just overpays for him like that'll be the, that'll be the team he goes to most likely so i'm not like totally leaning towards the cubs because i think if if the offers don't get to like an unreasonable level i think the cubs will be right right in there and obviously they have somewhat of an advantage that he was around for a whole year he got to know mm-hmm. the system and and most of the coaches and um you know had his bounce back season with the cubs uh, i just yeah i'd probably more i'd say probably like 55 60 he's he's re-signing with the cubs just because um yeah i think for those reasons we're, we're looking at it like the giants are probably out on him now the yankees are out so like they're really two of his biggest suitors are off are, are gone as far as teams that would be competing with the cubs for his services so um yeah probably right around there 55 60 i think it's better than 50 50 but not by a whole lot do
1: go i ahead. need to go higher just to like boost the morale <laughs>
0: <laughs> higher lower higher <laughs> Listen, Listen, I'll say, prices, I'll say this: right?
1: like we're, we're having we're having this conversation with with knowing that nothing has happened yet. So, like, say they trade for Shane Bieber and Josh Naylor, then I would say that I don't think Bellinger is coming back. Uh, but that hasn't happened. So, at this point, like, based off what we know,
2: I do feel pretty good about Bellinger coming back. Believe I, it or not, I don't not. know like, if that's a, I don't know if that would take them out of Bellinger's sheepstakes though. Josh Naylor and Bieber. No, because you can put him in center and yeah, then you just you gotta put
0: him in center. Out.
2: You have you have a DH spot open for Naylor, especially if Morel's third base defense improves and he doesn't need to take up the DH spot. Like I think there's definitely ways to move Well that's one reason
1: that's why you, you want Bellinger back because he can play all kinds of positions. But you know, PCA is on the way. I I think at this point, unless there's a massive spring that he has, like I think he's gonna start the year in AAA. A. You got Talkman. you got Canario to play there until he's ready. I I understand that they can play Bellinger in the outfield and not just in center. They can play him in all three spots. So in, having that DH is very useful. Um, I just think if you trade for Naylor, he's going to play first base all the time. And you're not going to DH Bellinger. It just kind of takes away even more spots for him to
2: play. You know, well, that's, what I, that's what I'm saying. Is you could DH Naylor and have Bellinger over at first base, right? Like That's, that's mean, true too. There are ways to optimize the lineup to have yeah. both those guys in Especially like you said, if PCA is not starting in center field to begin the year, like you, yeah. that. obviously, you have a big a big spot for Bellinger to go and play. Which we saw, he you know maybe wasn't a Gold Glove center fielder last year, but he played. It felt like he made all the plays he needed needed to make. Um, and he was solid out there, and so, so I think what I'm saying is like if they were to go and get Bieber and Josh Naylor today, I wouldn't. That wouldn't affect my even percentage uh, percentage wise that I could just gave. That wouldn't affect my opinion on how um, okay. likely it is they get Bellinger or not. Fair yeah, enough.
0: Ryan says whatever. Belly Hoskins Naylor, and I'd be happy with morell at third. Uh, it, Hoskins is the same thing, right? Like you could you could have him be your DH. And have Bellinger over at first. I am, you know, I'm, there's a lot of ways they can still make this a very, very successful offseason. You know, it's it's still very much in play. The easiest one for me was to get one of those two big studs, but now it's now it's about getting creative. I didn't expect yeah. the Dodgers or or any team that signed Otani to be as creative as that ended up being. So show me a show me a creative way to to fix this team in the offseason because again they were one they were one win behind the Diamondbacks I just never believed they had any shot of doing anything like the Diamondbacks did. I'm sure Diamondbacks fans would say the same thing about their team but they 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 felt like two different teams the last month of the season. They just did. Like the Diamondbacks looked like a team that was going up and the Cubs looked like a team that had just Spent everything they had trying to dig out of the hole that they built earlier in the season. That's yeah. the way it felt to me. And so there's there were there were too many holes, and they they've got a lot to fix. But I still think there's a way to do it, Ryan. I still think Jed has so many options still in his in his arsenal because he has the prospect capital if he wants to go make a yeah. big trade, and he still has the cash. Maybe not seven hundred million. Maybe not 600, 500, 400, but he's still got millions of dollars sitting there in a wheelbarrow from you know, Crane Kenny waiting to be spent. So I, I don't know what the mixture is. I don't like yeah. people that say yeah. they know for sure what it is. I don't know what it is. Maybe it means convincing somebody that they've got to change position. Maybe it means convincing somebody that's got a no trade clause that they need to be moved to. Maybe. I-
2: I don't know. It's again. It's uh, I look at it, and, and I don't. I don't expect us to be sitting here in, in February and March, and even Opening Day, looking at it like, "Oh, the Cubs plugged at, like they they fixed every single hole they have and fixed it long term. They have answers for years on end." Right? I just don't expect that to happen. I think there will still be question marks whether that's at first base or third base, and long term at first base and third, like whatever it is. I think there'll still be question marks at a couple of positions, short and long term. Um, but yeah, there's there's ways. Again, I've said it. I'll say it over and over again that there are ways left, plenty of ways left for this team to really improve the ball club from where they were at last year, from the 83 win team, as as Luke would like to remind us every day. Um, from they'll, they can improve from being that 83 win team. They can improve on that. They can look on paper going into opening day, like the top contender in the NL central. And, you know, maybe that's enough. Maybe, maybe the, the improving a couple positions while still having some question marks is enough to get them to the postseason next year. I know that um, Cody, you were talking about wanting to have, uh, you know, like NLCS boom or, or bust expectations. Um, I never, I never went in, went to went into this off thinking that way. I think obviously it'd be good for the Cubs to have those expectations, but um, it was going to be tough to build a team that, in one offseason again, that had those expectations. But I do think there's ways, for, uh, of course, for this team to improve and have real division champion expectations. I think that's very plausible for when we're like when we're sitting here four months from now. That that's actually that that that's a valid expectation to have um, for this team. I,
1: the only reason I had, or I want those expectations is just based off how the season ended. Like they, they really wasted a bunch of extremes that hit for them. And that also like, while that sucks, that's also like good thing going into next year. Like you kind of, you know more about the team going into next year, even right now than you did going into this past season. So to me, that means that, Okay, it's time to open up the pocketbook a little bit, you know. It's time to make a a bold move, you know. But uh, am I surprised that they're sitting on their hands and not doing whatever it takes to to get Yamamoto? No, <laughs> like this is what it is. Like I wish they'd operate just a little bit differently. Like, I wish I could sit here and say that I don't think that they use the Jason Hayward contract as something that like scarred them, like that, 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 that they look back at and, and and regret so much that they have to like think smartly about every single free agent signing they make. But it, that's just from, from our perspective, even like Ryan, even from your perspective, it feels like that's how they view things sometimes. <laughs> like, and that is what it is. If 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 Bellinger, Hoskins uh, and uh, Imanaga and, you know, if they make a trade with Cleveland for Bieber and that comes back with uh, Emmanuel Classe or Josh Naylor or something, if that happens, I'll go into next season with di- di- went into division expectations and maybe, maybe, just maybe something crazy happens and they and they do better than that. I think I'd have higher expectations for next year if that were to happen than I did going into last season for sure. But the thing is, is that you you knew going in the offseason, you knew a little bit more about the roster. And that's why I was like, why wouldn't you want to spend a little money to take the put this team over the top? Now, the only thing that like kind of goes against what I'm saying is they have all these young prospects that are, you know, in the top 100 of Major League Baseball. And I'm sure that they want to see some of those guys play. Obviously they got to figure out which ones to trade because they're not going to all play for the Cubs. Yep. So like from that perspective and and I'm not saying that prospect hugging is is what they're doing, but you don't want to trade PCA or Cade Horton or Owen Casey or Matt Shaw or Ben Brown or whatever and then regret that later, you know what I mean? Now you again though, you're going to have to move some guys. Like like people are saying in the chat that, like, Canario just doesn't have a fit on this team. They have too many outfielders. And, like, in some aspects, I agree. But, like, what can you even get for him right now? He's just spent almost all of last year hurt. He had he hit a grand slam in a game. That's about it. Like, <laughs> there's not a lot of value for him right now, you know? So, I, I don't know how much, except for potential and the fact that he's young, obviously has power. Like, I don't know what you can get for a guy like that. So, it's – at the end of the day, it comes back to just – that middling line of trying to make those right decisions. And again, I'm glad I'm not making those decisions. That's why those guys are paid millions of dollars to get those decisions. Right. So, yeah, I mean that I, I kind of just explain it from both sides. I think the best way that I can, but you know, the, again, they have a month until Cubs con man. If the roster is basically just like this in a month, people will be riding at the Sheridan hotel. Okay. <laughs> like
0: they got, they got work to do. Yeah. It's the fact of the matter. Uh, yeah. Chris with a super chat says it's wild thought Wednesday. How about trading for a Rosa Reina? Listen, I forgot it was Wednesday. We should have come up with our absurd one. We we started off with the Vlad Guerrero on wild thought Wednesday. That morphed into Bo Bichette credit to us for sparking the uh the trade rumor that everybody got going with I think even the Cubs heard it and were like well that's not a bad idea maybe I'll call the Blue Jays about uh Bo Bichette so is there a player out there that you would like to uh get in Jed Hoyer's ear and just whisper it a couple times just so he starts having that thought every once in a while in the middle of the night he's thinking Oh, Rosarena. Yeah, maybe I should. Bo Bichette. Maybe I should call on Bo Bichette. Somebody you haven't that he hasn't thought of. What guy? Uh, Vanilla Chill says Jose Ramirez. Well, that's well, I know that's Cody's guy. Yeah. Right. That's that's the one you want to whisper in Jed's ear. I like Ryan. I saw th- you try to do it in Nashville at one point. I saw you walk by and go Ramirez.
1: Well, I did. I actually didn't see Jed Boyer when we were there. You know, but. Don't let the oh, facts get away of a good story. Ryan also, I also says Bro- Bobby Ken Witt Rose Jr. I'd, I'd love to think about that, but the Royals aren't going to trade him.
2: <laughs> no, I Well, Randy Arosa I guess I'll just comment on that one. That's, that feels like a pipe dream to me. You're talking about this guy that's given, that's had over 124 or 124 WRC plus or higher every season of his big league career. Um, as electric as he is, he has. Three years of arbitration left, like he has. So he has three years of team control left. You're gonna have to give up a lot to get Randy And like You will have to give up a lot to get him from the Rays for as cheap as he'll come. As dynamic of a player as he is, it's not going to come cheap. And I don't know. I depending on what you'd be willing to give up in a trade like that. I, I Again, I'm, I'm one of those guys. Like I can't predict. I don't like predicting what trade packages look like because it's so. Uh, reliance on what the other team wants, right? Um, but for a Rosarina, to me, it feels like it would take a lot, like some of your top top prospects um, mm-hmm. for a guy like that. Like it, it feels like the package would be one that you look at and you're like, "Hold, like this is this is a lot to give up, right?" Like we, we, <laughs> that's what it feels like to me because he's that that good of a player with that much team control left. It's it's going to be a lot.
1: He also is an outfielder. So it's like, doesn't make sense to me. I'd love to have a guy like him. And then I can make the joke about how the Cardinals traded him. But like, I, you'd think they're going to, well, first off, Ian Happ and Seizuki have no trade clauses. So you'd have to figure that out. But that's one thing. (laughs) You know what I mean? Like, it's such a bumpy path to even make a trade like that work. Um, I, and I, again, I'm not saying that I don't want the guy on the Cubs. I'm just like real from a l- realistic standpoint; just makes no sense. Like some of the other names that they've mentioned out there, at least you know, not nearly as wild. So I'll give that that one as a you know top tier wild thought Wednesday comment.
0: And and my thing <laughs> about you know people that again another no trade clause guy is is Saya. Seiya has. Say has big upside. If, if you can get him to be that guy that he was at the end of the season, right. On a consistent basis, it's just, it's been a little bit of a roller coaster since he got here. Right. He, he has months where you look at him and go, man, he knows the strike zone. Everything's perfect. This is the guy we want. He, the power's mm-hmm. coming. And then all of a sudden you see the power. Say if, if say plays to his ability, the peak of his ability the Cubs need to add less than what I think they need to add. I don't know if we're going to get that out of Seiya, and I don't think you can count on that necessarily out of Seiya. But if you get it, if you get it, you saw how it changes the Cubs lineup. Now that's a lineup with Cody Bellinger, but it changes the Cubs lineup considerably. So, yeah, I'm not, I'm not so, I'm not so keen on on shoving Seiya Suzuki out the door. I think that's a guy that I want to hold on to that chip because I think his stock is on the way up Same. and I'm not sure you're going to get on a, on a always consistent basis, the guy you got at, at peak play last year. But I also don't think you're just going to get the guy that's dropping the fly ball that helped, you know, everybody's like, "Whoa, that ruined the whole season. It was one play. Forget about it. I don't think he even thinks about it once this off season. And I, I like I like Seiya Suzuki. Are there players that are better than him that you could replace him with? Yes, but I think he'd be selling low on Seiya right now. Not not as high as I think I would want to if it was time to trade him. Yeah. I don't know. That's how I feel. Uh hey, yeah, you know, I'll tell you what I'm never gonna sell low on because I'm always buying with Empire today. You shop with at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation and a low price guarantee empire today, the best place to get new flooring. So of course they've got some copycats, but they don't live up to the hype because all they do at empire is sell flooring. That, that's their specialty and they do it better than anybody else. They have the great virtual floor designer where you can just take a snap a picture of your room and then. You can see what that flooring will look like in your house, in your apartment, in your condo, whatever it might be. And they pride themselves also in their convenient at-home service. Uh, They help customers shop for floors where they can use their floors. They can see it exactly right there. And also, they eliminate all the garbage samples. You know, some places are willing to just sell anything. Like, oh, look, we got 400 choices for you here. I don't need 400 choices. You know what I need? I need 15 of the best choices I I want only the best choices, ones that are going to last long, look good, right? All of that stuff, stain protected, all of those things. So they they eliminate all of the garbage, and they service their own warranties. An issue that might arise occasionally, you get something, don't worry about it with Empire because they service their own warranties. You don't have to track down that manufacturer's phone number. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 off discount when they use the promo code C H G O that's four letters C H G O for $350 off. That's a pretty good deal. See dot slash C H G O for details and tell them Stucky sent you. <laughs> well,
1: tell everyone I sent you when you go to FOCO, get fitted out with the best sports gear around hoodies, shoes, signs, bobbleheads, and everything in between. Find the perfect holiday gifts, Aloha shirts, straw hats, polos, bags everything you need for the game uh in studio we got set decorations that hayden was nesky one the clark the cub you can go there right now and get that uh match warmer one which would just be a real like real collector's item i still believe that um on uh, you know at your house or maybe maybe i'll just buy it for our own set just because i want it so much um foco has donated all those sets to us, so thanks. or those pieces to us, so thanks to them. Check out foco.com or click the link in the description below for all non-presale items. Use the promo code CHGO10 for 10%
0: off. Uh, two good chats I saw. One said, uh, Say I was hurt part of the season. Well, that's another thing. He needs to stay healthy. That's that's a big yeah. one. And Deacon Mike with one saying, Jed should buy some new flooring for his basement would resemble our off-season move so far. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, new carpet's better than what the Cubs have done so far.
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, in relation to Saya, like I'm kind of with you, Luke. I think that he's primed for a big 2024. You spent two years in America now. The last two years, injuries kind of hurt him. You know, him starting last season hurt didn't help. Kind of slumped in June and July, but really turned it on in August and September. I, I, I don't want to. I don't want to go into 2024 with like, oh, if this and this and this happens, they can, you know, be a competitive perhaps playoff team. But with someone like him, I don't feel like I'm hoping for that. I feel like I think that's what's going to happen. I I, it's not like me trying to just speak it into existence. He's he was one he had the highest slugging percentage in baseball the last two months of the year. He's shown what he can be. Now, the consistency thing is what they need. They need him to not only stay on the field, but, you know, perform at that level. And, you know, he's supposed to be in his prime years right now, right? Like, yeah, 28, 29 years old. He's he improved defensively in right field this year. I think there's a lot to like with him going into
0: 2024. Did you see the uh, was it Bleacher Nation that put that out there? The post about uh, the Brewers. I don't know where they'd found it. It was the from Brewers, foul
1: territory. They, um, there they was, they, yeah, I was. I wasn't Brewers sure what you guys was, were talking
2: about. That well,
0: the the Brewers were. Um, the article was basically saying the Brewers knew what pitches were coming in 2018 yeah. because Wilson Contreras was getting the calls from the dugout because they didn't trust his his ability to call a good game, and they figured it out, and they won like four of the five games where this was allegedly happening. Yeah, there was. Um, I would. My response to that would be. If you only won four of the five games where you knew where all the pitches were coming, that's a problem. That's uh, a
1: problem, Milwaukee. I would say or it came from there. It was on foul territory.
0: That's where there, it started. There's yeah, that's yeah.
1: where it started. Uh one of the guys on there, he was on the brewers in 2018. I wish I could remember his name. His last name's Kratz, I think. Yeah. um and he no, openly okay. he openly said that like the he he couldn't remember who it was but he guessed it was the bench coach which at the time i believe was Brandon Hyde um yeah. he said that they would he would basically be sending the signs to Wilson Contreras um
0: and the brewers 100%. caught and the brewers caught on to it and yeah so Actually, what I was really thinking was when it was the Brewers, I thought to myself, Well, I hope Craig Council is going to employ that same system come (laughs) up next year in the in the Cubs dugout. Figure out the signs.
1: I'll say this, like and I'll 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 give a little bit of respect to to the Brewers. They they did it in a like it's not like they were stealing signs. It's just like the Cubs are just stupid. Like I don't know. It sounds like, like that's what Cubs, it comes yeah. off to me as like, it, like if I would have learned this like five years ago, I'd just be, I'd be irrationally angry about it. Probably now I can laugh about it a little bit. Cause it's been five years and the brewers haven't done shit really in terms of so, winning any kind of real championship.
2: So <laughs> well, it, it, it sounds like the Cubs were just tipping things yeah. more than yeah. the right. Brewers a were going bit, out. They were stealing, stealing signs, whatever. Yeah. <laughs>
1: I wouldn't call oh, it yeah. cheating. That's big of me to say, credit to me. But I hope the learned
0: from that mistake. <laughs> it's not cheating. If you're able to look, what's the difference between a, a team on the other side hearing, let's say it was David Brandon Hyde, yelling, curveball, curveball. Like, <laughs> okay, that, that sound, he, he heard the guy say curveball. If the signs are bad, that's your problem. Yeah. Right, it's yeah. it's not their fault that you have
2: bad signs. Right, I've 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 stolen signs just by watching the watching coaches give them before. Like back in high school baseball, like that, like you know, I was I was the all state bullpen catcher, so I was kind of sitting on the bench for a while, and I oh, would just kind of look
0: touchdowns. One
2: yeah. game, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I just I'd sit and I'd sit and I'd watch, and sometimes I'd pick up <laughs> on what the coaches were throwing out there, and that's you know that's very legal that's 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 a part of the game right and we're talking yeah. about stealing yes. signs right if, if you really I think if you're being if you're being obvious of what you're doing then you can't really blame the other team for um picking up on it right, if, right. If, if you're making it a little too easy like obviously using technology and programs and stuff like that we've like we've talked about with the Astros before like obviously that's going against like the spirit of the of, of yeah. the of the game right but if you're just watching the other team's coach and you're picking up on what he's throwing down, then I, 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 look at it as like if if you are giving signs and the play and the other team can just figure out what you're doing by watching you, then yeah, then you're, then it's, then it's on you. Then you're giving out bad signs or you're doing something bad. You're, you're doing something wrong yourself. That's making it easy. That is in the spirit of, of that. So I, uh, if it's, if it's the Brewers stealing signs by just watching the dugout, I mean, that's that's on the Cubs at that point.
0: Final thought on stealing. Cody and I were in that little uh, convenience store, whatever they had there in the Opry land. Good. And and we were getting ready to walk out. And all of a sudden, Cody pulls out this bar and he puts it back on the table as we're walking. out, I go, what are you doing? He almost accidentally shoplifted. What was it? Was it like a power bar or something? It kind was like thing?
1: a cliff bar or whatever. Like ah. cliff bar.
0: But credit to Cody, big of Cody. He thought to himself, "I'm not going to be a thief. It's yep. in my pocket," and he set it back right before we walked out. Now, rumor is they had guys with tasers just outside the yeah. door, ready to get us. Right, but we never <laughs> got to that point, so we'll never know. We'll <laughs> never know.
1: I, yeah, I would like to see uh, yeah, it. You know, I I just was like I went up to get a coffee, and I like their the counter or whatever. Like, it wasn't. Like get where my hands were and I just didn't even think to take and put it right. up there and then after I ordered my coffee and I walked over to the way thing I realized that I didn't even like <laughs> that I didn't even like put the bar up there for them to scan
0: <laughs> man of integrity man, man of, integrity. of integrity Cody is not a shoplifter there's, there's your great. there's
1: your breaking news for the day right news. Yeah, credit for, to Cody
0: for not being a thief credit yeah. to Cody Yeah, man of integrity <laughs> Uh thanks to everybody that joined in the live YouTube chat today we appreciate it uh, we want a full hour, like we always do, 120 live, Monday through Thursday. And then another one coming on Friday from Corey and Brendan for you. Uh, we'll be back. Barb has been asking already, are we going to be live at 120 tomorrow? Barb, we hope you're back from your appointment. Hope it goes well. And we will be here live at 120 on Thursday for the next edition of the CHGO Cubs
2: podcast. Until then. Wait, stuck. Oh, wait, Before- breaking news? Well, I I really want to talk about Midtown Athletic Club before we leave.
0: Oh, yeah. I almost forgot. <laughs> I almost forgot. Good I point. Really wow. wow. Really, that would have ruined the whole day.
2: <laughs> I really want to talk about Midtown Athletic Club before we Thank leave. Thank you. Yeah, that would have ruined the whole thing. <coughs> oh, right oh, Thank you for go. not forgetting. Let me go. Big um, of you. So, Midtown's got four Chicagoland locations Palatine in the Northwest Burbs, Bannockburn in the North Shore, Willowbrook in the Southwest Suburbs, and Midtown Athletic Club and Hotel in the middle of Bucktown and Lincoln Park. We've talked about it, Luke. This is kind of your your hometown, uh, Midtown, yeah. Midtown Palatine, launched yeah. a multi million dollar transformation of the club, which will be complete in early 2024. Listeners can lock in favorable rates if they join before the end of the year. There's something at the clubs for everyone. Whether you're single like me, you're you got a family and kids like Luke, um, you're looking for looking to make lifestyle changes or holistic wellness. Something at the clubs for every single person. Midtown Chicago. That's one that me and Cody visited a couple of weeks back. The nicest fitness club we've ever been in. Cody, would you agree? Uh, it was the greatest place on earth if I just removed Wrigley Field from all of those types of things. There you go. So uh, it's
0: Wrigley, then Midtown Athletic.
2: I, I can't, it's like 1A, it's like, it's like it's right 1B, I think. Yeah. I think it's 1A, 1B. Yeah. A, 1 B. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, it has cool Quakers club features. Cool club features. Let me tell you about a couple. Super luxe locker rooms with wet and dry saunas and premium amenities. Amazing outdoor and indoor pools and hot tubs. A collection of boutique fitness studios with more than 100 classes per week included in the membership, and they're not just gym quality. The spaces are boutique quality. And Mark Harmon, listen up, because they got the best tennis courts and programming in the sport. Midtown has indoors and outdoor tennis, pickleball and paddle tennis, USTA professional quality all the way. So head over to Midtown.com slash CHGO to find out more and to tour the Midtown Athletic Club nearest you. Very
0: nicely done. I really appreciate you not forgetting that because you know you got to tell the people about where the best places in the city. We tell them all about how they can get to Wrigley Field and how they can use Game Time and get their great tickets and all that stuff. Yeah. We tell we them. Need all to, the best place. Uh, anytime
2: we need to. Anytime I can, ta- anytime I can talk about Midtown, I want to talk about Midtown. It's so, it's so nice. It's I just fun. want the invite to the next
0: time everybody's going to put together a little social content. Like I, I never got an invite. I'm old, but that doesn't mean I can't move.
1: <laughs> you know. Stuck calling out
0: the entire company right now, live on YouTube. I'm old, but I can <laughs> move. Did you see me on ice skates last year in a Santa I did. I seat? did. did I mean, helped trying to get on those skates. Technically, Corey.
1: Corey was was moving you, but. Speaking of that, we need to go back before it ends. I I have when yet to that? go. I got to go get some of that uh, baked cheese. The baked cheese is what I, that's the number one thing that I would tell people to go and get when
0: you go to Gallagher Way slash Winterland. I I don't know if they had it last year. It looked like they had bumper cars this year. That might be a little different. I don't know. I think it would be fun if we could get Colada to go with us, but that's just another story. Uh, Thanks for checking out the CHTO Cubs podcast. We are back Thursday live Mm -hmm. at 120. Until then, fly the W.